1: This is Sports Day for Kia, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
0: Welcome to the summer edition of Sports Day SA on Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. You can hear Sports Day SA every weeknight from 6pm with me, Paul Bonza, and tonight joining me, Brownlow medalist Adam Cooney. Coons, Welcome.
1: Bonds, great to be back with you. And is there anything better than a Friday afternoon, you knock off work, get home, settle in on the couch, crack open a cold one and watch Australia go at it against India. Second test in Delhi. It's been a pretty positive start, I thought, by the Australians. A bit uh, shaky from David Warner this morning, but uh, innings is been really settled by Usman Khawaja and it's just a joy to sit back, relax and watch. I'm in Melbourne, yes. as you know, uh, just out of Geelong and it is a stinking hot day here. Probably one of the warmest we've had for uh, about 35 years in Melbourne, so it's yeah, about 23 we... degrees. It's about, 30, it's about 30, I think 38 degrees today, so I didn't spend a lot of time outside with my pasty uh, ginger complexion. No, we had a 38 degree day here
0: yesterday, and uh, not too bad today. Sort of high 20s today. But we'll talk about the test cricket. We'll talk about the WNCL. This SA Scorpions had a big win today. Uh, we got our Friday forecasts. We've got a new segment today called On Your Bike. So maybe I like you can it. think about someone who can shove off and you can put them on their
1: bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got one, I've got a couple lined up already oh, and that might
0: be uh, to do with the cricket. I think. All right, that's all thanks to uh, Bike SA and uh, we'll have a SA, SA NFL W preview with Dan Menzel, um, one of our regular hosts and Ryan Harris is going to join us, that's, that's what we're all about tonight is the big rhino, he's going to join us after 6.30 to talk about the tests and maybe we'll ask him about day Warner whether his career is over yet.
1: Oh, sir uh, fighting words. Uh, wow, just,
0: just, just, just a question. Uh, and you can be part <laughs> of the show as well, 0427 66, Or give us a call, 1300 uh, 736 If you want to talk about the test match, you want to talk about the women's footy starting tonight in Adelaide, um, yeah, let us know. Be part of the show. But it's time for our hot topic. Thanks to Char Time, the home of freshly brewed tea. Thirsty at Char Time? Explore our ready-made signature drink range inspired by Char Time fan faves.
2: Fourth day, SA. On cruise thirteen twenty three and sixteen twenty nine,
0: SENSA. It's always things happening on a Friday in sport, Coons, and I'll give you an updated score. Currently, Australia are four. I'm just waiting to see where this ball bounces. Yes, four for one <laughs> thirty six. With Kawaja on 64, he's batting beautifully, as you mentioned, and Hanscom is there on 17 as well. Um, we won the toss, seven tosses in a row for Captain Pat.
1: Gee, he knows how to flip a coin, Pat, doesn't he? He knows yeah. how to make some coin, he knows how to flip one too. Yeah. And
0: uh, one quick, that being Pat, Pat Cummins, and three spinners.
1: Yeah, well they did say they did say that the pitch was going to turn, but I mean you surely you err on the side of caution and have at least two quicks. What if Pat pings a calf in his first over? Then it's gonna be gonna be a fair slog. Travis Head's gonna to have to bowl some overs after being brought back into the side if Pat Cummins gets injured. So I would have liked to have seen two quicks. Um, well, I understand that. the And having a look at the, just early in this um, pitch, day one, there, there's a fair bit of turn in it. I mean, Ravi Ashwin is an unbelievable bowler and he's getting a lot of revolutions on the ball and it is turning early. So we, it will crack, it will break up um, and then the spinners will come into play. But it's a bit of a risk, I think, going in with one, spinner, uh, oh, with one quick. Yeah, I agree. We'll ask Ryan
0: Harris about that later in the show as well. But uh, yeah, a little bit of a risk there. They've got they're basically playing four spinners because Travis Head's your fourth spinner. So yep. Koonerman gets his first baggy green. He was rushed over there. Only a few days ago he was playing shield cricket. He comes in for Bolin and Travis Head into the side for Renshaw.
1: So why would they leave out Ashton Agar? I mean they he, they've picked him in the squad to be that extra spinner. Has he done something wrong over there? Has he? Did he poison one of the players' curries over in <laughs> India? What? What's? Is he going to fly home now? He may as well go home and, and play some more cricket back here. It's an excellent question,
0: and I'm not sure of the answer of that. Maybe uh, maybe our listeners Rhino. do. Oh four two seven one five four one double six, and we'll definitely ask Rhino that. Uh, England and and New Zealand are playing a test match in New Zealand as well. England are smashing the ball. They're they're changing the face of cricket. Uh, <laughs> nine for 325 off 58 overs. Uh, Harry Brook, 89 off 81 deliveries. Duck, ben Duckett, 84 off 68 deliveries. Uh, Neil Wagner <laughs> got four for, for the Kiwis. And it stumps the Kiwis with three for 37. So they basically smashed 350, put the Kiwis in under light so they can bowl them with a pink ball.
1: Well, it's a, what's the phrase? Is it hashtag Baz Ball? I think he's yes. the one who's, who's um, rearranging the, the way that England are playing their cricket. It's positive. I saw – well, I think it was about 25 overs into the day. Joe Root, um, reverse sweep to a quick – Yes. getting out second slip caught it so slip, reverse sweep that's that's how much they've revolutionized the game joe root is reverse sweeping uh, only about an hour into a test match so look it's uh, people are saying it's really positive and uh, they're the most entertaining team to watch in world sport at the moment england so look and they're putting runs on the board so you can't knock that and so um, they have revolutionized test cricket but it's, uh, they've turned it into a sort of t20 game that extends out to three or four days i don't think yeah. too many of their test matches are going to go five days if they keep playing like that though it's,
0: it's amazing and and maybe that is you know we've got t20 is taking over the world as far as cricket goes and this is sort of moving test cricket towards that format and maybe because people play a lot of t20 maybe it's not it's such a bad idea
1: well yeah used to uh, used to I, I, used
0: to playing your shots and
1: no, yeah, I don't, don't like I it. Don't I don't it. like it. I'm a Test cricket purist. I love to watch a, a game, and particularly one that stretches out to four or five days, because that's when the real the mind games come into it. The pitch starts to play a few tricks. Uh, I like batsmen getting in and settling their innings before they start playing these outrageous shots. But if you can get to um, if you can get to eighty eighty odd off you know, 50 or 60 deliveries, then I suppose you've done your job. It is, I'd hate to see test cricket turn into a faster version of, of the game. We've got enough of that, I think. I agree. I agree. I'm with you. Uh, well, one more cricket game I
0: want to mention. South Australia played Queensland in the WNCL today at Karen Rolton Oval. South Australia batted first. They they were none for 55 off the first 10 overs with 20, 23 sundries out of that 55. Sundries was on fire. It was, yeah, well... The Sundries were 23 and both batters were on 16. <laughs> so <that> <laughs> <laughs> Sundries, <laughs> high scorer. Yeah, a bit unusual. They only made 234 on Karen and which is about probably 50 under par. Um, Courtney Webb, 74. Bridget Patterson, 33. Emma Bro 33. Uh, Grace Parsons for Queensland got four for 40. But they bowled Queensland <laughs> out for 140 with uh, Kate Peterson taking a fifer. So they. Play them again on Sunday. I'll be commentating that game. That should be good fun. Um, but they really just need to probably just win on Sunday, and they play in the final against Tassie.
1: Yep. So. Oh, good. Well, that should be a, that'll be a huge result. And if you're calling it, that's an even better result. <laughs> Thank you, Coons. Uh, a bit of an Adelaide
0: up, uh, Adelaide United update, not an Adelaide Update United. An Adelaide United update. Football is here from $40 family passes available at to the Isuzu Ute A-League men's. T's and C's apply. Um, Adelaide United had a really good win against Western United last week. And Joe gouchy their keeper, had a little bit to say about it. Yeah, yeah, we, we have been of late. Uh, I think
2: we're I now five easy. games undefeated, yeah. which is which is nice. We had a bit of a sour patch, I suppose you could say, a post-World Cup break. But, yeah, the last, the last month is, has been good and we've had some positive results. So looking to continue that on, on Sunday afternoon.
0: Yeah, they moved up to uh, third, Coons, and they play Western Sydney Wanderers on Sunday here at 2.30, who are in fourth and just a couple of points behind. So it's a chance for them to have a bit of a break between, between the fourth-place side.
1: Yeah, they're in some good touch, and, and that man uh, whose audio we just played is one of the main reasons as to why uh, the Reds are in sparkling form because he's had a magnificent season, Joe Gauci, and hopefully it continues on the weekend. He's uh, he's had a ripper year so far. Isn't he a singer, Joe Gouchy? Didn't he sing <laughs> oh. Shut Up on Your Face? Uh, is, it, is that Joe Gauci? <laughs> no, i will oh, sure. have to I've check with sure. Sammy. It's, on his, it's Friday <laughs>
0: afternoon. It's
1: i have had my, too many, uh, losing too my many mind cold, a cold bit. ones pre-show, I think.
0: I close. did want to ask you uh, something interesting I saw on social media today, Coons. Uh, Tom Green has, uh, from, <laughs> from, from GWS, you know what I'm going to say, don't you? He has confessed yes. his love for singer Dua Lipa. Um, he said, honestly, I'm in love with her. She's stunning, like seriously stunning. Uh, feel <laughs> like. free to incl- include this and make sure it reaches her. Dua, I love you. Um, Going out on a
1: limb here, isn't he, uh, Tommy? Well, it just I mean, it reeks of desperation. To be <laughs> honest with you, I don't think uh, worldwide megastar Dua Lipa is going to check her Twitter DMs and, and see Tom Green from the GWS Giants as a, an appealing prospect for her. But you never know. There was a, an American rapper, Jack Harlow, yes, um, who famously made a song about Dua Lipa. Uh, and he well he he went into uh, all sorts of details about what he wanted to uh, do with Dua Lipa, and well, I, I think eventually might have even got achieved the, date. the goal, didn't he? I think he actually did. So he achieved what he set out to do. Maybe Tom Green needs to just make a rap song about Dua Lipa, or get some clearances, and get in, get his head in and under the footy, and maybe that'll impress Dua next time she comes out to Australia.
0: Prior getting married to your beautiful wife, do you do any? Uh Only sort of confessing your
1: love for any ladies back in the day? (laughs) Uh, No, no. Well... But before I met my lovely wife, there wasn't a lot of social media activity. So if you wanted to uh, get in touch with a, a Hollywood celebrity, you actually had to fly over uh, to LA and stalk them uh, up and down the boulevard <laughs> if you wanted to try and get in contact with one. So it was reasonably tough. I did get in contact with the Kardashians once when okay. I was in New York at a nightclub. We were in the, the same vicinity. Um, I tried to venture over into their area and was strictly uh, booted away by... Uh, all sorts of security and bounces. I just wanted to say hello and maybe have a photo, but uh, didn't quite get too close to the Kardashians, didn't, unfortunately.
0: Didn't do, do the uh, don't
1: you know who I am? Don't you or, know who I am in fla- Australia? Fla- <laughs> flash, the, flash the brown low. And yeah, you said, uh, no. uh, <laughs> didn't quite care about the brown low on that stage. Not when you're rolling with sort of billionaires.
0: Oh, we're flying already, Coons. Um, coming up on the show, we've got our Friday forecast, a new segment called On Your Bike. Thanks to Bike SA. And later on the show, we're going to talk to Ryan Harris and Dan Mendel is going to join us to talk about the Sample W as well. All coming up on the Summer Edition of Sports Day SA.
1: You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.
0: Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports ASA on Cruise 1323 and 1629. SENSA, Paul Bonzer and Adam Cooney with you. And we're just looking after the show for David Wildey and Malcolm Blight. He'll be back in three weeks' time. It's not that far away. Just before the start of the AFL season, Wilds and Blighty will be back. And Coons, I can give you a score update. No, I can't because the school board's just gone. I can give you one. I can give you one.
1: They are four for 155. Uh, Travelling okay. Kawaja is 77 off 121 deliveries, and Peter Hanscom is 19 off 31. So great start for Peter Hanscom, who has got the helmet off and he's got the baggy green on facing up now.
0: Thank you, my friend. Friday forecast thanks to Toolkit Depot, your one stop shop to get back on the tools. New gear means new gear at Toolkit Depot. All right, Coons, uh, we've got our sure thing, we've got our most at stake, and we've got our doomsday. What's your
1: sure thing? My sure thing is that the Sydney Kings progress through against the snakes. Tonight. Tonight. Uh, I watch the game. I know it's in Cairns, so they're away from home, but I just don't think anyone can stop the machine that is uh, Xavier Cooks. Uh, Mm -hmm. He is the MVP of the NBL. He will be playing in the NBA next year, and he was just about unstoppable the other night. And I don't think they have uh, anyone on the floor that can match him. So he will guide them through.
0: Yeah, they're missing Pinder, and there's no real chance that McCall will play as well, I don't think. Uh, my sure thing is that the Indian the test in India won't go four days.
1: <laughs> oh, that's very <laughs> I negative of I you. No, Friday it just means it's supposed to attacking,
0: attacking cricket.
1: Attacking cricket. Not that. No, I didn't say
0: who's going to win or lose. I just don't think it's going to. I think it's going to turn too much, and wickets will go everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But will I
1: mean, there be a player that falls into a crack at some stage on day four? Maybe. Uh, most at stake for you. Uh, mine's Peter Hanscom. Uh, I was going to go with David Warner, but um, I think that's low-hanging fruit at this stage, uh, considering he just is really struggling, and uh, questions over his career and the longevity of that will uh, certainly... Be put to Ryan Harris soon, and a lot of people will be asking the same question around Australia. So, But I'm going to go with Peter Hanscom. Um, he's under pressure. We know he's just filling in for a couple of guys who are injured at the moment, but he's doing well. He's on 20 from 36 deliveries, so we'll back him in. Hopefully he gets a big score here. All right, I'm going the Aussie selectors, picking three spinners
0: and only Pat Cummins. If Pat Cummins, like you said, if he gets injured in the first over or two, Uh, what are they going to do? So I think they got the most at stake. All right, who's your doomsday?
1: Yeah, well, it's hard to go past the the, the Aussie cricket team at the moment. And the doomsday is if Pat Cummins does get injured or if the Aussies do crumble at this stage. They're travelling really well, 156 for four. If they could get somewhere around sort of 280 to 300, I think that would be a uh, great score. And I think they'd be wrapped with that, batting first with this um, pitch that will deteriorate. But the, my doomsday is they lose another six wickets for about 40 runs. Uh, and and are out less mm. than 200 and then India uh, roll straight over the top of them. My doomsday is low hanging fruit. Uh, Dave Warner. No, oh, <laughs> you've gone for if, the fruit. If he fruit.
0: fails if he <laughs> fails in the second innings, his test career is over, I think.
1: Over. Jeez. Over. Yeah, you are ready. You are sinking the boots it's into Friday, it's David Friday afternoon. Uh, well, you, you've got it, right? well, You've got to. You've got to call it as you see it. I suppose he has had a magnificent career, but oh, you right. He's he certainly slowed down in the last uh, uh, 12 months or so.
0: Time for our new segment. I can't wait for this. It's called On Your Bike, and it's thanks to Bike SA. Take the Zen Energy Grand Slam Cycling Challenge. Bicycle,
1: bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride
0: my bicycle. bicycle All right, Coons. Bicycle. Are you going to? put on their
1: bike. Are you going to I'm not sure on your
0: bike.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> not sure if you're uh, an NFL fan or if you watch the yep. Super Bowl yep. on Monday. And I'm going back uh, to the start of the week now, but this yep. has been really—it's been irking me all okay. week. It was a, a magnificent Super Bowl. It came right down to the last few seconds. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, the quarterback Pat Mahomes got the job done. And every the, the Gatorade showers after that, everyone storms the field, and then yep. it's a celebration of the players on the field. And there was one person who. Tried to hijack the whole thing and was in the background of every interview that Pat was doing. He was doing ridiculous TikToks and these stupid dancers trying to get his head into every camera, and that was Pat Mahomes' little brother. <laughs> his name's Jackson Mahomes, and i tell you what, he's a real pest. He's a real social media pest, and it was his big brother's moment, and he tried to steal the glory by doing stupid, ridiculous TikToks in the background. So on your bike, young Mahomes.
0: All right. Uh, I've, I've got one for Basketball Australia. Uh, the selectors who left out Mitch Creek – from the qualifying yeah, series, from the FIBA qualifying series. Uh, they play against Bahrain and Kazakhstan. They probably don't need him, but it's an absolute disgrace that he's yep. not in that squad uh, on your bike, Basketball Australia. Uh, that was on your bike. I like that. We'll uh, do that every week, and uh, it's all thanks to <laughs> Bike SA. Grab your mates and take the Zen Energy Grand Slam Cycling Challenge. Registrations are open now. Visit Bike SA dot a s
1: n dot a u you'd be up you for a bike that, challenge wouldn't you oh, I'd love a bike challenge do you think that Mahomes family will be uh, listening into Sports Day tonight if they if I they hope are, are. I hope they I'm, are I'm do you think they'd be too busy celebrating the Super Bowl win or they'd be tuning into us oh, surely they're tuning in absolutely who doesn't on the app you can listen okay. anywhere <laughs> Pat Mahomes crystal clear on the app SEN.
0: <laughs> coming up on the show I can't wait to speak to Ryan Harris we're going to talk. The test match in India, maybe some other cricket going around the world, and just seeing how he's going in general. Rhino, I think he's got the a big, big man, night tonight. Rhino. He's got a big night tonight. He's off to see. What's he got on? He's off to see Ed Sheeran, but we'll ask him about that as well. And look, Dan Menzel coming up later we'll in the show too. An Ed
1: Sheeran fan? Gee, what is Rhino
0: <laughs> What's going on there? This is the summer edition of Sports Day SA.
1: You're listening to Sports Day. For Kia, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Welcome back to the Summer
0: Edition of Sports ASA on Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Paul Bonzer with you, alongside of me, well, sort of alongside of me, Adam Cooney, the Brownlow
1: medalist. Coons, um, score update, have you got one for us? 167 for four, uh, and that is a wicket. Just as you said, that uh, India strike, Usman Kawaja is Ooh. out for 81 off 125 deliveries. Peter Hanscom hanging in there, 27 off 50. So okay. Australia, just as we speak, fall to five for 167. And Usman is devastated, just getting up off the pitch now to walk off. So he... Uh, did the Joe Root, tried the reverse sweep, just caught the top edge of the bat and was caught really well. One-handed effort by, I think it's KL Rahul. So a big wicket there for India. Mm, disappointing news for Aussie fans. Uh, you can
0: be part of the show as well. two seven one five four one double six is the text line number and it's time for our special guest. Thanks to Tyre Power Think Safety this February. Get a five-minute free safety tyre check at your local tyre power.
2: Sports Day SA. You're the best. On Cruise 1323 and 1629
0: SENSA. Welcome to the summer edition of Sports ASA, Ryan Harris. G'day boys, how are we? Good, Rhino. Um, welcome to the <laughs> show and I appreciate you uh, giving up your valuable time. Uh, you, you're a Got something very special on tonight. You're going to see Ed Sheeran, I hear.
3: Yes. Um, so I think, he, I believe, well, I not it's his first show in Australia, but he's playing at uh, the, the, the Great Suncorp Stadium starting up here in Brisbane. So, managed uh, managed to take a couple of tickets and heading along with the wife and a,
1: and a couple of close friends. So, really looking forward to that. Well, I was going to say, maybe are you taking one of your children along, Rhino? Because I wouldn't pick you as an nah. Ed Sheeran fan. I'd <laughs> expected something a bit harder from you. Oh, not hard. I don't like hard music. I'm not a big music mate, but
3: I, I do enjoy Ed. I don't. I'll admit that. Um, I've been and seen him before actually. When he was here last time, and he was uh, he was fantastic. So the offer came up to go again, and um, yeah, took it up. And I can't wait. Actually, it's going to be good.
0: All right, let's get into the cricket. I want to ask you about the selection mm-hmm. first. Uh, playing one quick and three spinners. Your thoughts on that?
3: Uh, four spinners uh, with Travis Head. Yes. Um, <laughs> not 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 really what I would have expected. Uh, what I yeah I, I would have probably left Todd Murphy out to be honest uh, I know it's right. 7 for that sounds silly um I would have left Murphy out and played um, Stark uh, or Hazel. now I, I've been out I've been out doing some work on base I'm not unsure if they are fit or not uh, if they're fit um, i be I'm very surprised at the selection um, But technically I mean Travis said we've heard all through what he's batting through the summer and, and, and the last summer that his, his batting's going good and his bowling's better than part time. So he could have done that second off spinning role, I believe. Um, I think um, I'm interested to know what's going on with sorry, I'm interested to know what's going with um, mm. whether he's fit or, or what's going on with him. If he's not fit if he's fit and he's not playing, uh, why is he there? That'd be my question. Um we've got a bloke who's flown over who's finished the shield game at, you know, obviously a great thing for us in Queensland, but a bloke who's flown over and he's playing. Um, always national agar playing. That'd be the question I asked, But um, look, I'm surprised. Uh, one quick. Um, it, it, it's it's. I guess I'm surprised um, because we've never done it. <laughs> it's very yeah. rare that we do it. And 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 in saying that, um, do I totally disagree with it? Maybe not after just spraying it. <laughs> but it's something different. I don't think we think outside the box enough when we play in India, and I think they're trying to do that. And Yeah, look, we'll we'll know, I guess, soon enough that it's going to work. I guess the the thing with that is, um, and as you just mentioned then, Coons, coming, you know, introducing me, we just lost another one. We need to make 300, 350 to give our spinners Mm. a proper chance for the wicket to be wearing. Um, So if we can get the 300 um, plus, we're in the game.
1: So do, is it a reactive call because of the demolition job done on on us in Nagpur because I mean it is fraught with danger if, I mean Touchwood, Pat Cummins is a magnificent, magnificent bowler, but he has had injury issues in the past. You go in with him being the the sole guy, backing up with, with four spinners. So, Mo Shammy uh, has showed today that if you put it on a good line and length, you can get wickets with pace as well. So is it a reactive call purely because of what happened in Test 1?
3: Probably. I, I, I'm struggling to understand exactly what the selectors are thinking at the moment with what they did with Travis in the first first test, still um, mm. don't get me wrong. Again, I, I love back in my Queenslanders here, but um, you know it was great to see Matt Renshaw get an opportunity. But was it the right call? I mean, probably not. In hindsight, we can sit here and say it wasn't because we we we, we got we got pumped. But I, I, it's still it's still mind boggling that they didn't play their best player um, even today. I mean, I mean, I thought Travis only got twelve, you know, he he he, he looked pretty good. Um, you know, and to. to, uh, to not play your best player over the last two years is oh, you know, one of the best players. Obviously, Steve Smith's done all right, and so is Marnus. But, but um, it, it is mind-boggling. And, and so maybe it is reactive, I don't know. But oh, I think, um, that, that, as I said, we, we probably haven't thought outside the box before at, at times when we've been over there. Maybe we're going a bit too far. But, um, yeah, look, I, it's hard because I don't think Andrew McDonald or George Bailey or, or Tony Dodd have really come out and explained what they're thinking and what they're what they're doing. Maybe they don't have to. But um, from an outsider, um, it looks a bit. Um, I don't know. It looks a bit muddled. It looks a bit sort of you know confusing, or, or they're a They're confused in what they
0: want to do. They did come out today and say <clears throat> prior to the game that Green was not quite 100, percent and neither was Mitchell Stark. Yep. So that's why they didn't okay. play. Um, but the, you mentioned Agar, and this is enthralling for me. You take a guy over there. He's part of the squad. You pick. Uh, Mitch Swepson, who's having a baby, who you probably know is going to go home at some part of the tour. Yeah. Um, and then you don't play Agar. So it, it just makes no sense whatsoever.
3: Well, why is he there? <laughs> That's yeah, the question exactly I ask. Uh, getting an Australian tour is an honour. and it, 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 You work your butt off to get there. Um, and, and we've got a guy there that, that you know, he played a test in Sydney, so he's obviously fit. Um, well, what was he playing? Uh, That's the question. And and again, if he's not playing, he's not fit, then why is he there? So, uh, you know, Mitchell Stark probably should have played that first test. I I, I didn't even know, actually. I I, I totally was under... Well, I sort of knew his his wife was pregnant, but I didn't know when she was due. But, you know, for him to go over, they took him over to potentially play that first test because of what he did in Pakistan. And and I thought he was really unlucky to miss out as well. So there's a few different confusing things. He was obviously always coming home after that first test. That was discussed, um, apparently. So... um, but again, you know, did they did they have Matt Kurnaman um, pinpointed to replace him? Probably not. Otherwise, they may have even said that from the start. So that that part to me is a little bit confusing. Um, they've got 18 players over there, which is a lot for a tour away. Um, mm. Which you know, um, in saying that, I've said all along. I said when I saw the squad, I did like the variety that they picked. I did like the spinners they picked. Um, um, you know, that, that that gives them options to, to, to try different things. But um, I don't know. I, I sort of I got asked that today about does the, does the variety, does the, mucking, does the changing of the team, how does that make you feel as a player? Um, sorry while that bite goes across there. But, um, <laughs> how does it feel as a player? Look, normally, you, you sort of like, you see that and feel that. It you, you know, means there's no stability in the team. But I guess in India, um, and we haven't won there for so long, they're trying to find the right formula. So it is confusing. I can understand that. But it's still a lot of, I don't know, a lot of confusion. I think they're sort of maybe going a bit too far outside the box
1: you know, it doesn't provide you with a lot of security or confidence leading in, does it? So uh, disaster has struck... Rhino, Uh, Alex Carey gone for a duck, caught uh, first slip by Virat Kohli, Ravi Ashwin getting the job done. So we fall uh, Mm. we're in some strife here 168, 6 down Hanscom still in, 28 Cummins comes to the crease. So uh, we're battling away a little bit. After it was a really positive start, you almost uh, could mount the argument that the Aussies uh, took the first session. David Warner uh, was one who still looked a bit shaky, took a long time to get off the mark and never really Looked at home uh, at the crease. Where's he at?
3: Uh, good question. <laughs> um, it's 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 getting harder and harder. Uh, I love David. I love him. At, I love him as a bloke, but I love him at the top of the order for Australia. Um, I guess he's getting to that situation again now where uh, his record in those conditions aren't uh, great. Um, you know, he's going. Also, there's a tour after this, albeit a bit later in the year. That in England, which he hasn't really had a great time out, you know, time there either with his with his recent tours. So, you know, it, it, someone's going to have to maybe make the big decision um, in the next Test match. I don't know. I, hopefully, for me, uh, he can come out in, in, the, in the in the second innings and, and just try and you know get a big score. Hopefully, he can do that. It's going to be harder obviously on a wearing with him, depending on what end you do, but look he's he's obviously one that's under the pump now um he was he was in the summer here he had that one big score uh, that's probably already you know he's had many more big scores than that other than that 200 so he's definitely going to be looked at um you know again it's, it's 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 amazing you know we 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 i think last time we were there we we got so close to winning a series you win the toss we've had two win toss wins now and you, you usually in India you win the toss you win the game if you bat well and uh, they haven't done that again, unfortunately. So the tail can wag, and as I said, even now, just get the 250, 270, you know, just give something to go to and put India under some sort of pressure.
0: We're speaking with Ryan Harris, former Test cricketer. Ryan, o, a question for you in regards to what we do moving forward. Does Cricket Australia, should they invest in the future and, and maybe send an under-19 squad to India and England on a regular basis? So you handpick these guys and you send them there to play cricket for a, not just a, a week or two. You send them there for a longer period, just so when they, I guess, progress to the Australian side, they've seen it all before.
3: Uh, it's a really good point you make, Gons, because I was—that <laughs> was my previous job—to um, do that. Take, like, um, uh, you know, up-and-coming uh, guys probably just out of the under-19 setup, um, the ones we sort of thought that were going to be potential um, state players, um, hopefully down the track of Australian players overseas to to India. And um, you know, I think I went to Sri Lanka. Um, that, that's sort of dried up a bit now. They don't even have a... The old Cricket Academy, if, if you remember that, um, the Cricket Academy is not existing anymore. And, and the states have sort of played a bit of a role in that. They, and, 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 and I still think there's a there's, 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 a, there's a spot for, for, for an Australian cricket, like cricket Academy, whatever you call it. It used to be, used to be called the National... Um, NCC or National Cricket Centre, or the NPS, National Performance Squad, and we, we take players away um, to do that. They don't do that uh, anymore. In saying that, for the first time in a long time, um, England under-19s are actually here playing at the moment against Australia. They've they played two four days, which ended up one game apiece. Um, they're playing their third one-dayer today, um, and they're playing a T20 on Sunday. So, And then we're reciprocating that. We're going back there in August, which I, I just think... Unbelievable! Uh, a, a great experience for our guys to be able to do that. Um, you know, it, we we need to be getting guys overseas and and especially India. Um, Todd Murphy uh, went to a tour of India when I was still working cricket Australia. He went to Sri Lanka um, last year on a on a well. They, it used to be the the national performance squad tour. And now it was a it was a tour that we the sort of more experienced players to the MRFs, which we have a relationship with, um, and have done for 25 years. So. It's so important to get people, or well, players, um, whether it's just the, the you know the players underneath um, or around the state level, or even just under that, to go and experience these conditions. Because as well, history would say <laughs> that we're not great at it, mm, yep. and even yeah. now England as well, we haven't we haven't dominated England for a long time, and in England, and and we need to get better at that. So there definitely needs to be some sort of program. I think. Um, you know the states do a fantastic job. Every single state has got great high-performance setups now. Uh, they, they look after their players really well, and that's where our conditions. We still need, if we want to develop Australian players, we need to send, we need to send them away on tours, especially to Sri Lanka. Um, I mean, Pakistan still might be a bit difficult, although it'd be nice to get played, you know, teams over to Pakistan, but it's definitely India to get that experience because it's been so hard and so different.
1: I mean, we pour millions and millions of dollars into the game and and developing players. It just makes sense that um, players should spend a lot more time over there, particularly when they get to that age, sort of 18, 19, 20, when you're starting to forge a career and you can handpick the ones who you think may have a a career playing Mm. international cricket for Australia. So it it seems like a a no-brainer to me. But why – is is India the hardest place in the world to win a Test Series? Given conditions, um, heat – they're, they do tend to, at times, tailor the pitches to suit the Indian spinners. We've heard Rhino. We can't confirm that, but there are rumours uh, about that. What What makes it so hard to to win a series over there? I mean, Usman Kawaja showed today that you can bat and you can play well on these pitches if you show a high level of concentration. Yeah,
3: we well, can. You can, and you've got to be able to do it. And, and Usman's been in those conditions. He's practiced those conditions. He, he, he means... 35 or 36 years old, he's had a lot of experience in those conditions as well. So we can do it. It's just what we've got to try to do is, is, albeit you can't buy experience on the shelf, the old cliche, but what we can try and do is get the younger players introduced to those conditions as early as we can and as much as we can. Going to India is, um, it's such a, it's such a unique, it's such a unique place to go. I mean, it's, a, its a, you know, you, you talk of, talk back in the, in, the, in the good old days and um, when you know back in the '90s and '80s, and you talked to those guys, and, and accommodation was, was was terrible, and it was you, you, you go there and you sort of plan the week you're going to get sick in almost because you, you get the well, the old <laughs> the belly belly or, or whatever you used to call it. Get the guts ready. It was, a, it was one of those places where if you wanted to lose weight, you just go and lick the floor, sort of thing. You know what I mean? So you know you'd always eat something or drink something that would make you sick because it was just something different. Now there's no excuse. I mean, now you stay in unbelievable hotels, but the condition-wise is, is unique. It's just so unique. It, it, like you say, they are doing stuff to it. Well, they're preparing wickets the way they want them. They're not doing anything to them. They're preparing the way they want them, and and, and that's what you expect when you go to India. You know, to, you know when you go there on an Australian tour, you're going to get a dry wicket. It's funny. I went there on a couple of I said a couple of Australian A tours or even national performance squad tours, and, and we go over there to try and get the conditions, the dry conditions. But we you know what they do. They prepare green tops. They don't give us yeah. the, the conditions to practice in. Right,
0: The reason we go there. So, yeah, Ryan, I appreciate just, your time, yeah, mate. Unfortunately, was. we've uh, we've got to we've got to go, and we've got to let you go and listen to Ed Sheeran and sing your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah,
3: thanks, guys. Nice to
0: chat. Yeah, you. thank you. Thanks, Rhino. Ryan Harris uh, joining us there um, on the a uh, couple of minutes out from going to see Big Ed.
1: Ed Sheeran, my uh, second favourite ginger after my daughter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, uh, just got a little bit of audio. I want to play for you uh, from Ross Lyon about uh, Mateus Filipe. He can't have favourites, but he's as impressive first year player that I, I've experienced
3: for focused on improving his footy and still having fun as I've mm. seen. Would you expect him to play first year? Yeah, yeah.
1: First yeah. game, he's at every chance. Mm-hmm. Good news for South Australians, young Filippo. It's a fair wrap too from uh, Ross Lyon, who doesn't generally give out compliments that uh, readily available and and that easily, particularly to the media. So it looks like he's a lock for round one. If you're a super coach aficionado, get him in your team. Yes, uh, coming up, we're going to cross to uh,
0: a bit bit of an interview I recorded earlier with Dan Menzel, and we're going to just ten seconds the um, Sample W season. And uh, here's my little chat with Dan. Time for a sample W Season Preview with Dan Menzel, and he comes to us thanks to the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorrento. Sports
2: Day SA. It's a
0: beautiful day. On Cruise 1323 and
2: 1629 SENSA. A G'day, men's. How are you? can well, Bonds. It's uh, good to join you on this Friday afternoon.
0: Yeah, over the phone. This is a little bit weird. Normally, you're sitting next to me. Where are you off to at the moment? You're travelling, I hear.
2: Um, I'm heading up to Iruroo tonight, actually, doing um, a little mental health uh, thing up here with the, the community, which is great. So, um, yeah, long drive up, and long drive back tonight.
0: Oh, well, uh, that's uh, well done, my friend. Now, the Sample W season kicks off tonight with a big game. Nord hosting last year's Premier's North Adelaide.
2: Yeah, it is a massive game for the Redlegs at home. Now, if we take you back 12 months, they took on the Iranian premiers uh, in Glenelg and lost 14-87. to So they'll certainly hope that that doesn't happen again tonight. Big game for them, uh, led by Ali Ferrell, who's uh, who's been around for a long time now. So I think they'll be better this year, Norwood. They didn't make finals last year. And if we look at North Adelaide, um, I think they'll just keep rolling. They've got Meg Ryan, who was a player of the finals, uh, is in for a big season this year. And they got Isabel Starmer across from Central District in their ruck as well. So... They're going to be as strong as any team again this season. The North Adelaide versus
0: yeah, and that that certainly helps their ruck division because that was probably if there was if they did have a weakness last year, that was probably it. Um, and you got the speed of Katie Pope on the wing as well. Um, yeah, they're going to be hard to beat. But uh, I think you're right. I think Norwood will improve. All right, let's turn our uh, focus to Saturday. Three games on Saturday. Centrals taking the Eagles out at X Convenience Oval at twelve o'clock.
2: Yeah, they are. So Central Districts uh, finished six last season with five wins, seven losses. So they are building, and the finals for them this year will absolutely be the goal. They've, they've still got a young list. They, they managed to get Elaine Gregg over from North Adelaide uh, who will really help them. Shelby Smith, their captain in the middle, um, has had a couple of really good seasons and will look to continue to develop. And The other one that's good to see back is Caitlin Rosenwick, who is coming back off an ACL. She'll for them in the forward line and it'd be great to see her back for the doggies and they take on my Eagles uh, tomorrow so they've recruited quite well as well. They've got Leah Cutting from St Kilda who will be really handy for them um, as a key position player so yep. she's straight away into their leadership group so it shows the impact she's had in such a short period of time.
0: And uh, just... Announced uh, not that long ago, centrals have named both ends of their grounds, one uh, of their ends at, at uh, out there at Elizabeth. One is named after James Gowns and one's named after Chris Gowns. Um, they there, both are, l-
2: there you go. That's, go on. That's, uh, that's nice for the boys. They'll, um still can't tell them apart, so I still don't know which whether you'll know which end you're kicking to.
0: Uh, that's right. They both look exactly the same, those ends. Um, but well done to... Well done to the centrals uh, for giving the Gowans boys a, a bit of love down there. And, uh, yes, they're great, great men and and uh, couldn't have gone to a better twi- pair of twins. Uh, Saturday also sees West taking on Glenelg at High Sense Stadium at 12 o'clock.
2: Yeah, well, Saturday do. Uh, they got the first game at home. They won round one last year and then struggled and lost uh, every game after that. So or, uh For West Adelaide, they're going to welcome back Lauren Young back from an ACL, which is massive for them. She's going to be huge. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to a couple of girls Jess McAllen and Harris Francis, a couple of girls that I do a little bit of work with, uh, both in their leadership group this year. So they um, they will look to really uh, improve on last year, and I think they will. They've won both of their practice games. They're the only team to have won their two practice games. they're looking in good shape, and they're going to need to be because they're coming up against a, a Red Hot Glenelg team that had nine wins and three losses last year and uh, has been solid throughout this competition. Um, they have lost Jess Bates, the best and fairest winner. She's gone to Collingwood, so that will be um, something that they're going to have to fill that void. But they have got Ronnie Grant across from um, from the Gunnedah football team right. in New South Wales who will fill that midfield spot nicely. and. Obviously, their skipper, Ellie Kellogg, down on the halfback flank uh, will be very solid for them as well.
0: Such an important player to the Bays, uh, Ellie Kellogg. She's, um, she just runs the team from that back line and uh, absolute star of the competition. What about uh, on – this is a bit of a twilight game. South taking on Sturt down at Flinders University Stadium at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. Yeah, if you
2: can to get along to one kind of the games in the day tomorrow, then this would be a great one to get along to. At Six o'clock would be perfect weather down there at Flinders University, and so for South Adelaide, they've they've got the addition of Jordan Hickey, who has come across from the Willwood West Torrance Football Club. She's going to be a nice addition to their forward line, and uh, will help them kick a few more goals this year. They they snuck into the finals last year in fourth position, and who made that grand final, they've got Lucy L. Uh, She's come back from Glenelg, and she'll complement that midfield nicely with Georgia Bevan, who won their best in Ferris. it be interesting to see how they go. They lost the grand final last year by three goals. So it'll be interesting to see how the Dan Blues um, can change things this year to be able
0: to go that one step further. Yeah, I saw Sturt a couple of times last year, and they were impressive, and they just got better as the year went on. But they are missing a couple of players tomorrow. So give south uh, I'd give South a very good chance there tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Um, so are you uh, do you think that North are the team to beat in the Sample W this year, Benz?
2: Yeah, I think North Adelaide will be uh, the team debate. I mean, they've recruited really well. They've retained some good players. So i just think across the park, they're going to be as well balanced as anyone. I think we'll see a few teams come up from the bottom and certainly challenge the finals. I think West Adelaide will be much better. I think the Eagles um, will be much improved as well, but uh, North's still the benchmark for mine.
0: All right, my friend. uh, Drive careful and uh, have a great weekend, and we'll see you back on the show Tuesday night.
2: Thanks, bonds. Uh, have a
0: great show and have a weekend as well. Daniel Menzel there, joining us on the way to Orroroo to do uh, a bit of extra work, and he's uh, a big part of the team here at SenSA. Um, also, if you if you can't get to any of those sample W games, they are all streamed live on the Sample Now app. So, if you don't have that, uh, make sure you get hold of that. But try and get to a game, especially tonight, Norwood Oval. First time the lights are going to be in use down there, the brand-new lights, and uh, they get down and support women's footy across the weekend. Well, that's about all we have time for. Thanks for joining us uh, all week. We've had a, a busy, busy week, and we appreciate you listening in and being part of the show. And we'll see you next week here on the Summer Edition of Sports ASA.
1: You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.